0: Hi, this is Michelle with Mishmash. How's everyone doing today? I hope good. Today I have a special guest, my husband, Devon.
1: Hello, world.
0: So I didn't really have anything planned out. I just kind of wanted to do an episode with you because I like you.
1: I like you too.
0: <laughs> um, is there anything that you want? To- There's like so much going on. Or, I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe. Mean, There's a lot of coronavirus stuff and uh, politics and stuff, but I've kind of just been immersed in, like, Shane Dawson drama, (laughs) so I feel like there's just non-stop stuff on that front. But is there anything you wanted to talk about in regards to that stuff or anything that's interesting to you? I feel like all
1: three of those things are important, and (laughs) I think the key that everybody is missing is Shane Dawson and Jeffree Star created the coronavirus so mm. people would have time to be at home and play with their makeup palettes. Oh wow. And create all kinds of smoky eyes and yes. etcetas and etcetas. So that's probably what it actually is, but you ain't hear all of that from me. I'm just a nobody from nowhere.
0: I mean, that's that's very deep. I haven't heard a perspective like that.
1: Somebody will have it on YouTube shortly,
0: I'm sure. <laughs> Is that some someone obs, you? <laughs> some
1: obscure nobody. Some, it'll happen. Us conspiracy theory people, we like to connect dots that not only are not there, but not there. Wow. You don't know what we don't know. So you might stumble upon a conspiracy by creating one yourself. That turns out to be real. Just let that sit in and marinate. In the words of my son, Lucas, good.
0: Um, that's so provocative. So. What
1: does that even mean? That <laughs> is a so pop culture reference.
0: Brave. Yuck. Offensive. Controversial. Extremely oh. offensive,
1: yeah. say controversial, no,
0: just very offensive and
1: brave. So, I am like the commander in chief, misunderstood, celebrated, and hated.
0: Celebrated,
1: celebrated, and hated. Okay. It's not, it's a very thin line between celebrating someone and hating someone. Very, very thin line, huh. as we see play out on the news throughout the days. History is written by the victors. And sometimes losers. <laughs> Currently what's popping and out right now is the losers are trying to kind of rewrite history. Like, oh, the Confederacy wasn't, but you y'all know, lost. History is written by the victors.
0: Can I ask you? Have you seen, on Facebook I post it, I post a lot of stuff on Facebook. And my husband almost never looks at it or likes it. Um, but I did post this really awesome video about, um, kind of about the Confederacy and the, the Civil War, ultimately was about Gone with the Wind, but did you watch that? Because it was really interesting.
1: I've never seen Gone with the Wind.
0: Uh, but beyond that fact. I haven't
1: fact, seen, unless you told me to look at something, I generally don't like anything for, for any reason. He
0: doesn't look at anything. What I, I did,
1: however, look at was... A interesting little ditty <laughs> that happened, I guess a day or so, where some justice, my favorite form of justice <laughs> called comeuppance, <laughs> happened yesterday. I don't really remember the story. I just remember somebody getting served. And I'm a very big fan of people getting served. Even more so when they get served outside of the kitchen. Because it's always by surprise You expect to get served in the kitchen, but you don't expect to get served, like, in the living room or bathroom. You know, kitchen's always open. We are mobile. We're bringing the kitchen to you.
0: Okay.
1: Trying to get you a sponsorship for HelloFresh.
0: Oh, okay. I see. All right. Well, HelloFresh, if you're listening, please sponsor me.
1: Or Blue Apron. I have no loyalties.
0: (laughs) Whichever one needs to pay
1: will be the ones that (laughs) I will talk about. And then the one that doesn't will be booed and spited (laughs) until my lungs are sore.
0: will. There's a question I wanted to ask you, and I forgot what it was. So I don't know if there's anything else you want to say. Is there anything else you want to talk about?
1: Uh, not really, I guess, being a bit neighborly, talking more to the neighbors, so that's kind of cool. Is and it? I mean, <laughs> we don't really, we're not really the talking type, but it's a good I thing.
0: I mean, I'm not, I think you are.
1: I feel like one of us has to be, in case anything, mm. like, it's how we can kind of gain insight and knowledge so, that we might not have otherwise.
0: We have, we have a neighbor. Um, we live... Has he been around since we moved? No.
1: I don't think so. Actually, I do not believe so. Um, very cool dude.
0: He's a very nice guy. We don't... I mean, like, we very much keep to ourselves, so there's no one in the neighborhood that we really talk to. Um,
1: I like blissful ignorance. It makes me happy. <laughs> I like not knowing. It brings me peace.
0: That reminds me, just sidetrack, going back <laughs> to the original question I have. You, how how often do you watch the news?
1: When I can, when I well, I guess, what do you consider the news? Because, like, when I was, I guess when we were growing up, the news came on at between five and six, and then again at ten or eleven.
0: What news do you watch?
1: So, I don't watch the news as a program. I'll watch it like everybody watches it nowadays. Different clips on YouTube. But, so like, what?
0: Are you watching, like, CNN or just, NBC? I have saying,
1: it's just whatever the clips are. It could be Fox. It could be NBC. It could be ABC. It could be it, Times, Chicago Tribune. Whatever. Just whatever interests me. I don't really care How about How often? Every day. Like I try to stay like we live in a very I wouldn't say rural place. It's easy to forget that there's a world outside of us.
0: Hmm. Because the world that we experience does not really match up with what the news shows, huh? It's interesting.
1: A lot of variables.
0: Huh. Your dentist's name is Crentist.
1: I feel like this is a gotcha type of energy. <laughs> so now that I'm fully aware of what this is, I guess we're gonna agree to disagree about the COVID virus. I'm not so talking about COVID. It's just kind of funny, like everybody, the states that kind of rushed to reopen didn't really take their time to do anything or experience in tremendous spikes, and some of them are having to kind of freeze their phases, so now they'll be stuck in, I think, phase two, I believe, for Texas, and possibly Florida. So I'm like, it seems that like the Northeast, however, took it a lot more serious, because New York City was hit pretty damn hard, and uh, so was Massachusetts, but not for, not really where we are, more towards Boston, and in Boston, mm-hmm. so I can see how that would happen, but people are pretty, it hasn't been... I see more people with masks than without, so that's probably what's keeping it not going crazy here. I kind of would like to see, it's those things where you kind of have 50-50 for and against, but then the against really is a small majority here, and I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing, but who knows, I don't want to, it's a lot of. The whole mask versus not mask thing it's a bit a bit uh <clears throat> I don't know it kind of reminds me like when you go into the NICU like the little babies in there are kind of they're compromised so they're like you should wash your hands before you come in here because you can bring stuff in from the outside and I'm like well to me it's kind of like the same thing I might be mildly inconvenienced But it's not really to protect me, it's to protect somebody else. So, I see it as, if I'm going shopping, I try to get in and get out as quickly as I can. But then I understand that there's people who have asthma or other complications that might make it difficult for them to breathe. Or in general, it's just really uncomfortable, especially as it gets hotter. If you're on glasses, nobody actually talks about that part. Like, if you're wearing glasses and you're wearing a mask, if you have it on either incorrectly or just you have it in the right position, then your glasses are also in the right position. What happens is, it fogs up your glasses and makes it annoying because you have to kind of either move your mask up, I mean move your mask down to push your glasses up. There's all sorts of inconveniences. So I'm like, huh. But... But I don't really agree with this. People kind of using those. The this like if you have like a medical condition, people can't ask you to put a mask on. It's people that don't have medical conditions that are trying to be like, I don't, I got X, Y, and Z, so I don't need a mask. I'm like, well, I think you're kind of missing the point. It's not to really pro- to protect you. It's to protect other people. Like you might be asymptomatic. You might not be showing anything, but you might actually have whatever. You go without your mask and get in somebody's face, and then they go home. And maybe they're asymptomatic too, but perhaps their mother isn't, or they're an elderly person, or they're somebody who's otherwise compromised. So, yeah, you don't care. So, well, not you personally, but people who are kind of anti mask. I was like, well, it's not my right, uh, it's not my responsibility to be, like, to protect you. I'm like, there's so many logical fallacies there. Like people are like, Well, I can drive drunk. It's not my responsibility for you not to or it's it's just like a whole can of worms I guess we're gonna open up in the coming weeks and future as more and more people kinda of argue, Yeah we're right, yeah you're wrong. There seems to be no middle ground. Like I can see like mass sunk. They do. I'm kind of curious on how they're gonna have the Massachusetts kids. That's all like a little uh, preliminary everything about how they want to implement school. I'm like, kids don't. Kids aren't known for really listening, especially the little ones. I'm like, how are you guys gonna enforce social distancing in a way that makes it not pointless? And then I'm like. And also, how are you going to have kids have masks on all goddamn day? Like, people have a hard enough time shopping for, like, 20, 25 minutes to half an hour. And school is about, let's see, 8. Right. That's the other thing. Like, how are they going to do that on a bus? Like, you can't really social distance on a bus. And, like, we live in a small town, so I don't know. I don't think classes will be gigantic. But there's just a lot of... Questions and they all to me kind of revolve around how are we so, how are we gonna? People are in a rush to get back to normal, and I understand that, but I'm like, how are we gonna get back to normal? Like, I don't want to say new normal because that's I find that to be lame, I find that to be a buzzword, and just like the language over this problematic, it's just like, where do we go? How do we do this? Like, how do we make the people, not well, first off, make is not the language I want to use. How do we show people that on both sides of it, like uh, coronavirus isn't the end of the world, everything doesn't need to be shut down. And then the other side of that, to kind of see what's going on and take it a little bit more serious than they have and look at real-world examples. And then I feel like this whole thing has kind of showed me that there's, anti-intellectualism, anti-science, and I feel like it all kind of stems from, like, we kind of laugh at the anti-vax people, but I feel like if this wasn't for them, a lot of people, a lot more people would take this a lot more serious than they do.
0: Oh.
1: But, I think...
0: I feel like that's a bit of a jump.
1: I kind of think, like, we're questioning things out, like, we question science, and now we're like, we kind of questioning, like, to me, well, maybe that's not the way to say that. But I feel like I don't want to say we're kind of attacking common sense. Because I'm like, well, what's common sense to me might not be common sense to you. And I kind of feel like this is the kind of the crux of the mask versus no mass. It makes sense to me that I'm a part of a community. And I don't want to spread nothing to nobody else. And I don't want them to feel ill effects. If like it's a personal decision that affects somebody else, so I'm like, well, where does my personal freedoms end, basically, versus where do your personal freedoms end? So I feel like that's the basis of everything. That's vaccines, anti-vax, masks, no masks. the whole thing is: where do people's rights end? Where do they begin? Like, when does you, when your decision affects solely you? I do believe that most people will be like, "Yeah, that's fine." If you decide, if you make a decision, and you can ride with that decision, and all the good things and all the bad things that come with it, that falls solely on you. Most people are like, "Hey, good luck." But I feel like what's making this a a bit of a what's well, giving friction is you don't get the you get the good. The good of you not being, like, you can be anti-mask for you and then turn around and be pro-mask for people who are making your food. Like, that don't make much sense.
0: Can I ask you a question? Yeah. The next time you're sick, are you going to, like, let's say that we're past all the COVID stuff and nobody has to wear masks. The next time you're sick, are you going to wear a mask?
1: You weren't wearing masks before this. Like, if I'm sick, and it doesn't make sense, like, if we have, like, the air conditioner on, I know that if I don't have my head covered, I'm probably going to have, like, a stuffy nose. I'm not going to wear a mask for that, because I know, historically, whenever that's happened, it's been because of that, and then the next morning, I'm fine. Well,
0: let's say it's, like, flu season. That's, like, every year... Are you gonna wear a mask?
1: I don't know, because now we'll have this whole thing where it's gonna be mixed in with what normally happens. The only time where we, the only time we not experienced getting sick at all is when both the kids were homeschooled, because they would get stuff and then bring it home, and it would spread through the house.
0: Well, I mean, like, but you you have to think about other people. If I'm
1: in my house, am I gonna wear a mask? When reason. you go
0: out, no, when you go out, you go out to the stores or whatever, it's flu season. You want to make sure that you don't catch anything or you don't give anything to somebody who could be compromised. Um, I think
1: most people, if they're sick, will be at home unless they can't. So, I think this again, has
0: proven that that's not true.
1: Yeah, like a lot I think of people, that's never true. Well, if you want to argue about it, yeah, I guess. I'm like, that's your own personal decision. There's places where you can be fired if you don't go to work. Like, if you have the flu, you can call into Walmart, and I'm like, yeah, we don't care. We'll write you up. And you either eat that or you go on sick. Most places, some places you can wear whatever to protect yourself. Other places you can't. So, like, to me, it's like I've seen all kinds of straw men pop up disregarding us. Actually, The one you just brought up, actually. Where it's like, it's not really the same thing. It is. And then people are kind of like, well... I've seen a lot of people explaining things away like it's nothing. Like, it's a bad flu. I mean, but the flu goes away, and it's only in the wintertime. And then the flu's not... I feel like there's a lot of different agents at work. During this, we have... I feel like there's a lot of misinformation. Like Mm -hmm. misinformation via numbers being reported Mm -hmm. and then bad actors being like, This is pretend like But then how come we don't have a lot of other pretend shit happen Uh, sorry, a lot of other pretend things happening throughout you can
0: swear on the podcast.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm not trying to, but I feel like, well you can fool all of the people some of the times, but you can't fool everybody all the time. Like, they're smart people. So, I'm like, if this is as fake as everybody, the anti-mask people, would have you believe, then they would be presenting their evidence, basically, to be like, this is fake and here's why. Versus, but uh, actually, it's that like, exists. people are dying and people are dying from this. I'm like, well, how do you explain that away? And I feel like a lot of people are, I myself included, kind of get annoyed at there being a. Like, Answer for everything. Like, I have proof, but I can't show you. Like, there's all this evidence of proof. If you look, I'm like, there's just so much evidence, so why aren't you sharing any of it? Like, yeah, if people you people
0: wanna... do. It's out there.
1: But nobody can ever say where. They can't point you to anything. It's like, you can find it yourself. I'm, like, I'm pointed
0: you to so many things.
1: I'm talking in general. Okay. Like, do you really think there would be such division... If somebody had, nobody believes anybody else is what it comes down to. Like, mm-hmm. no source will be good enough for the anti mass people. No source will be good enough for the mass people mm-hmm. to be like, this isn't something you shouldn't worry about. Versus, this is something that you shouldn't worry about. Nothing is going to be good. Nobody's going to believe that, basically, what it comes down to, to me. Like, I feel like for an anti person, they won't believe it until they get sick themselves personally mm. to realize how bad it is.
0: Mm.
1: Well, we can agree to disagree. <laughs> but I feel like the people are like, yeah, I don't believe that kind of don't really take it serious until they experience. And I feel like that with a lot of things.
0: Well, no, I mean, I, I can't speak for everybody, but I know for myself, and like, I'm not saying that coronavirus is not a thing, like, it's totally made up, it's a thing, um, but I don't think it's as bad as they make it out to be, and, um, of course people will get sick, and of those people that get sick, there will be some that die. People die of flu, people die of, like, colds and chicken pox and, you know, all this shit, whatever, like, that happens, but uh, we're not shutting everything down for those things. I'm not sure why. Well, I have my own theories as to why it's happening for this, but just from a logical stance, I'm like, I why? Why would you do it for this and not every other?
1: But do you feel like that's a disingenuous way to look at it? Because Chicken isn't having, like, a mass outbreak all over the world. Like, if Chickenpox is that big of a thing Like, I feel like it would be, like, all over, like, Ebola or something, like, (laughs) something like... It's
0: like a 99% uh, survival rate for coronavirus, no, period.
1: But I'm like, so it kind of just makes me question people. I'm like, well, what if, like, something like the plague came back, and I'm like, I feel like half the people wouldn't believe it, and the other half would be burying the people who didn't believe it, basically. Mm, okay. I'm like, I, I just feel like there's no right answer. I feel like there's really not any rights or any wrongs, but it kind of makes me feel like how little, for me personally, I feel like the very least I can do for another human being during this time is to wear a mask. Is that to me? it's like, I don't know you, but. I have a smidgen of care for you. Like, if I'm like if i asymptomatic and you aren't, I don't want to give you something that you take home to your house and then not kill somebody in your house, I will feel bad. And I feel like most people who are wearing the mask aren't wearing the mask for themselves. It's for that scenario.
0: I just don't understand why all of a sudden, when that's literally always the case.
1: Is it? Like, when I was... When has something like this ever happened during your lifetime? People can
0: be sick all the time. On this scale? (laughs) I feel like what you think is a large scale is not... Like, I don't see it as a large scale thing. I feel like the numbers are heavily inflated.
1: And who's saying that the numbers are heavily inflated?
0: What do you mean who's saying that?
1: Who's saying that? Is it conspiracy people? Is it Republicans? Is it Democrats? 'Cause I've been saying stuff I feel like what makes this so divisive is people are like, The numbers are inflated and then some other people I'm like, The numbers aren't even accurately being reported and then there's some people are like, the numbers are being overreported and they're adding things to it that shouldn't count and then there's people being like, They're not counting anything. They're kinda hiding stuff from us and you have all these agents at work and this creates the point where Nobody really knows anything, and people are speaking factually. And I feel like we really shouldn't be speaking factually unless it's something that is concrete. But everybody's kind of going from uh, let's do what I want. And I feel like for me, I don't, I ain't a scientist, but I also know that fire's hot. And I shouldn't fuck with it. Or I should respect it. And I kind of go from like that. I can't live my life. Like, fire can't do anything to me. But I'm not going to put myself in a position to find out. So I kind of feel like it's like that. Would I go into Target without a mask? No. Because for the same reasons, I wouldn't go into a burning building. Like, I don't need to chance anything, basically. And... I was saying that there has been said that people do recover from the coronavirus, but if it doesn't kill them, it could have possible long-term effects that will shorten their life. I'm like, I don't know that. I'm not a scientist. I'm not trained to know. So, but then the people who are saying these things kind of, I value, well, I wouldn't say I value, I hold in higher esteem a scientist's opinion on something rather than, like, a politician. A politician isn't a scientist, but I feel like they would know more than a blogger would know. A blogger should, I think a blogger, most bloggers who are serious about, like, what they're interested in, and maybe, like, enough to research, I would say would probably know a little bit more than a layman. But would they know, like, a blogger wouldn't be able to tell somebody that had with all the research that they've done, to somebody who's currently experiencing coronavirus, that, nah, that's fake. It's the flu. You'll get over it. You can't breathe? I mean, take some NyQuil, go to sleep, you'll be fine. They can't speak to that. So it's just, there's a lot of information. And to me, it's like, all sources kind of need to be scrutinized because people are kind of going off of bad information from all areas. And I feel like it could be... There's pretty much no source that won't be questioned. And I kind of feel like that needs to be... It always needs to be a thing, but I'm also like... But common sense has to come into it at some point. Like, if we're questioning things just to question, I'm like, that's well and good. I mean, that's you're, you're free to do that. But if we're questioning things that are, I'm kind of like, what is, what is, what are we gaining from that? Like, are we going to start arguing against gravity? Like, gravity's fake. Well, if I throw a rock in the air and stand under gravity and common sense tells me I'm going to get hit unless I move, but then there's people who believe the earth is flat. So I'm like, I, I don't know. Maybe it is. I've seen, I've never seen like, a flat globe, but that doesn't mean it's not flat. I don't know. Many young people believe what they believe, and I think it's going to be we're coming to either we'll be right or we'll be wrong, but there's going to be, unfortunately, it's going to be seen in public as winners and losers. And I feel like I would rather be wrong and alive than lose and not be here. Like, if the masks are overdoing it and it's silly, I'd rather feel silly than be the mask were absolutely necessary and kind of suffering for it. Because then I would, me personally, I'm kind of a hard I I'm not, I have trouble being empathetic when it comes to things where people were warning other people or you were warned and then a the thing happens. I have a hard time feeling, like feeling bad. Like, and that's just been a problem with me forever. Like, even with like the kids, I'm like, yeah, if you do this, this will happen. There's a chance that it might not happen, but I'm trying to prepare you. So don't come running to me because I'll ask you if you're all right, but it won't be uh like oh, let me take care of you. It's like let me make sure that it's not broken, your arm ain't broken, but I told you
0: all right well i I didn't really want to talk about coronavirus. <laughs>
1: I mean, this is going to be a, an exciting six-part series—a <laughs> Ken Burns audio I drama of sorts.
0: Hate talking about the coronavirus with you. I hate talking about math with you. Um,
1: well, I thought we were going to talk about a card game.
0: Well, I was just like, "What do you want to talk about?"
1: That's why um, I brought up the card game because then I'm, I think that's easy to talk about.
0: Okay, we could do the card game. I I have these this deck of cards. that has a bunch of questions, and we're gonna answer it. Like for fuck's sake, man! I was just like, I want. Is there anything you want to talk about? But I guess you want to talk about fucking girls. That's
1: what happens when it's unmoderated and there's no (laughs) questions. Like, all
0: right, my bad. I'm sorry. Here's some fucking questions for you. Be
1: professional. Stop cursing at me. No,
0: I curse all the time. Where and when do you get your best ideas?
1: Do you want to go first?
0: Um, I feel like I get my best ideas in the shower and <laughs> like either while I'm sleeping or meditating um, or right when I like wake up so, like, fucking useless. Mm. (laughs) Like, I I can never... Like, whatever whatever good idea I have, like, it's hard for me to hold on to it because I'm always in a, like, sleepy state, not, like, an alert state. Or, like, when I can't, like, actually easily get to something to, like, follow through or at least write it down.
1: I feel like my best ideas come from... When I can kind of retreat within myself and block out, like, the external noises, it's kind of, like, static for me, Mm -hmm. and, like, I can use, like, rain to do that, whether it's, like, from a nap or, like, it's actually raining, and it kind of just lets me hear myself, and then I get generally that, and when I'm alone and that happens, I can kind of just think thoughts and let them kind of play all the way through. And, like, not only does it, like, is that a time for me to kind of realign my energies, it kind of is a bit refreshing as well, which also helps.
0: Okay. Um, What situations caused a lot of stress for you over the years, and how did that affect you?
1: As a parent, Oof, or as I know. A I don't
0: like being a parent.
1: Because as a parent, <laughs> this can easily turn into an hour. Like, I could fill up this entire, another segment, basically. Oh
0: my
1: gosh. Uh, but being a parent is stressful enough, but having children with special needs can be very trying. It can be very taxing. It's a non stop thing during waking hours. There's really not a break from it. And when you have twins that both have special needs and have different special needs of that, it's kind of been like pulled in a million different directions while trying to keep yourself whole to get things done during the day. So it's stressful and it kind of brings me back to my other the first question, like I find myself listening to rain a lot to kind of prepare myself for what I have to do the next day.
0: Yeah. I second... All Of that, Michelle. Have you ever used drugs?
1: What are we considering drugs? I have used, Oh, I say use. I've had alcohol. I'm not, I've never had anything other than that. Well, I guess, actually, I guess I have now, actually. Yeah, you've had, you have had edibles. But when I think about when people are like, have you used a drug? It's more of
0: like, like cocaine
1: like something up and smoking nah. it cause then no never but I've enjoyed the gummy bears cause those are delicious <laughs> I actually I like I don't really like alcohol but I do enjoy a hard cider every now and then
0: um for me it's just been alcohol weed uh does tobacco count
1: It's a drug, yes. It's a drug. Cocaine?
0: No, I've never done anything hard. Uh, Like, that's literally it. I'm trying to think if there's anything. I've never done anything hard. Those are the only things that I've done in my life. Have you ever pushed your body further than you dreamed possible?
1: Yes, eight years ago. Next question. Oh, my gosh.
0: (laughs) How can you even say that? (laughs)
1: <laughs> Have you ever I guess I could say I did create two babies at the same time you I did not carry two babies at the same
0: time Helped create two babies I think that part Was pretty stress free for you
1: It wasn't I mean it creation
0: was wasn't stressful for me Either I will say
1: I do believe that there was different Stresses for both parties To say one party had no stress
0: Well I'm just saying in creation Okay, that's what I was speaking of. Purely, that was very stressful. Well, it
1: took a lot of focus, grit, (laughs) determination to try and not have two of the same. To be like, we gotta, oh my god, we gotta go for quality and quantity here, guys.
0: Apparently, so. Um, I, you know, I that's kind of funny. I didn't even think about that, but that was probably absolutely because pregnancy was. The most difficult. I feel like that's the most difficult thing I've ever done. Not having them, but just being pregnant with them. Was, Mental
1: stress, physical stress.
0: It like I was sick constantly.
1: The first few weeks, we were terrifically No, not
0: sick. weeks, hun. Months. Months, actually. Actually,
1: I feel like around the twelfth week, twelfth week though, is when you kind of weren't
0: as like. I remember I don't before so. that. I think it, I mean, I don't know. I don't remember. I was very hazy, and I was very miserable, so you could be right. The weeks were very long for me. They were but, very, very long. But I feel like it was longer than 12 weeks, because remember I had to get the suppository? They're like, oh, this is going I on. I remember the suppository.
1: <laughs> That's not a story for this podcast.
0: Like, nothing brings you closer is- as a
1: couple than that.
0: They're like, this is going on way too long. We gotta do something.
1: I completely forgot about that.
0: Yeah, I didn't. Like, pregnancy was... Honestly, not only was it extremely tough, but it was, like, the most embarrassing several months of my life.
1: I think you have the first word <laughs> correct. It was extreme. It
0: and was I extreme. Feel like that
1: could be, like, a episode of itself. Like, it's... It's... Yeah, it was an experience. Some would say the ultimate thrill ride of emotions. (laughs) You really find out a lot about who you are as a spouse.
0: Oh my gosh. As a person. Yes.
1: Like, it's it's something.
0: It is something. Okay, what's one dream that you've tucked away for the moment? Oh, that's a good question.
1: I have to dream.
0: Oh, that's dark.
1: I don't really dream much.
0: <laughs> you don't have any dreams?
1: I kind of just, the days are so long and tiresome. So you've tucked all your dreams away. I don't know if it's tucked away, if that's just like the computer just kind of went to sleep, basically.
0: Oh.
1: And I kind of just, like, bender, and the, the power switch just goes off at night. Like, very rarely do I have, like, what I would consider dreams. Or maybe I feel like I'm more prone to like a daydream, like in a moment of complete exhaustion during the day.
0: But you know I don't mean like dream dream, like nighttime dream.
1: Night terrors.
0: Like goals in life. Oh. yeah, I
1: mean I've always wanted to voice act. I feel like I have the voice to well I have a voice to voice act. I don't know if I would be able to. I don't even know how it would work. I've done a little bit Radio. Actually, I guess I have voice acted a little bit, but I want to do it on a broader scale and a bigger range.
0: But you, you tuck that away. You're not worried about
1: that right now. I mean, it creeps up. Like mean, one thing about your voice is your voice don't really age after a certain point.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: your voice is your voice. It should most for the most part, it won't get weaker and it won't get stronger. So what you get is what you got mm-hmm. until you get got. Or you go get <laughs>
0: Um, I... I'm trying to think if I really have... I don't feel like I've tucked any of my dreams away. I feel like my dreams have just shifted. Okay. But I feel like ultimately my dream has always been... Has always been pretty consistent because it's very um, vague. But I feel like that's good because it allows for anything to happen my dream has always just been to be happy um it's just been to be happy period
1: so that's a dream that you could achieve daily and i do i feel like i should change my dream to that
0: like honestly since i met you
1: my name was stefan though uh-huh not happy
0: oh my god you're such a dad you're such a dad Okay, (laughs) next question. Let's see. If you could enroll in a PhD program with your tuition paid in full by a mysterious benefactor, what would you study?
1: Easy. My wife. My wife.
0: I'm just shaking my head.
1: Because there's stuff that I will never know because either I'm not smart enough or I'm not strong enough or I'm not clever enough.
0: But no I tell
1: book. you stuff all the time. You just ignore it changes, me. It changes on via mood. There's so many <laughs> variations of things like that you true. should know that you can't possibly know. Sometimes it's like a random number generator. The an- the thing that worked yesterday might not work in this moment, but could work in the next moment. That's true. So it's one of those things. So if answering that question, I would study my wife. It would be my life's work, like um, it is now.
0: For me... Look, I don't know. I, I don't know. I would love to study. I would love to learn. I... <laughs> I I've, I've done a lot of studying. Um, I don't think there's one thing. I don't think there's one thing that I'm like, oh, yeah, I would go back to school for this. Like, I really want to know it all.
1: And I feel like that's why... Actually, or I could go back to be a lawyer so I could
0: argue survive
1: with and because I feel like you like <laughs> to argue and I don't,
0: I know, which means I-,
1: I actually hate any sort of discussions.
0: <laughs> I like to debate. I like to have intellectual debates. I don't argue with you.
1: But as somebody who doesn't really like to debate, it comes across as arguing. But if I was a lawyer, I would live for such action and I would thrive on it.
0: Do you think we're designed for monogamy?
1: Yeah, I think that we're designed for monogamy.
0: Yeah, um, not like you and I, but pe- as of humans, I think that's what that question means.
1: I think that probably, like at the base design, no. But I think that's something like as a intuition, intuition that institution that people kind of created. Like, you know what would you know what would suck if I said I love you and then you kinda was like, Yeah, that's cool, high five. I'm gonna go <laughs> be with somebody else. Like that sucks. So yes but no? Or is it no but yes?
0: What was the question? <laughs> Do you think that we're designed for monotony?
1: Oh, so no but yes.
0: Okay. Um I feel like that's a tough question. <laughs> I
1: feel like the design changes over time.
0: Well, I'm like... To me, I'm like, did did God create us to be monogamous? Um, and it depends on what you believe when it comes to God. If you believe in, like, Adam and Eve, there you go. He only created Adam and Eve. Um, if you don't believe in Adam and Eve specifically, then that makes it a little more open... But, you know, I feel like God does like us to be monogamous. That's just me thinking that. Like, I don't know if he really cares. Um, But I don't know because I'm not everybody.
1: Well, that's why I'm like, I'm kind (laughs) of answering that because I can't answer that for the... The span of humanity?
0: I don't think polyamory works. I well, will say that. What's that? Uh, loving multiple people. Multiple, rela- like, yeah, multiple that, relationships,
1: like... I've heard some people believe that there's, like, you can fall in love with, like, three different people. I mean, not at some time, but, like, throughout your life, you'll have, like, maybe, like, three true loves. Um... Like, I don't know Do you I'm, find
0: that to be true?
1: I don't know if that's true. I feel like if you, I feel like in scenarios like if like I happen to die, or like if you happen to die, like, I don't know. I feel like it depends uh, on the person.
0: Let me tell you, if you happen to die, God forbid, or if we ended up breaking up, I'm fucking done with men forever. Like I'm, I don't, I have no interest.
1: Are you coming out hetero? <laughs> or is that
0: anti-hetero? Is that anti-circle? I forget anti-clockwise. I mean, I can't say I'm fully hetero, but like, uh, I I don't want another relate. There, would, to me, I feel like there's no reason for me to be in another relationship. Like, this is as good as it gets. Period. Um, I had been in love before, but I mean, honestly, with having the relationship that we've had and, and understanding more about my last relationship, I feel like that wasn't really love. So, and even if it was, I'm like, I definitely haven't been in love with three people. Um, I haven't been in love with a lot of people. I've liked a lot of people. I've thought I was in love with tons of people, but actually being in love with someone, I'm like the, there's no way this can be replicated.
1: I would agree with that.
0: That doesn't really answer the question, but that's what I got. What do you most look forward to about getting old? Oh, well, I'm already there. A cool gray beard. Done.
1: With a <laughs> old pe- a old man stick that I could hit <laughs> young people with. <laughs> you really would. Uh, further increasing my dad's strength to old man strength. Mm. to be able to body slam children at will and to say whatever I want and be like eat a, eat a D I'm old get that from my face
0: yes I to be mushy I feel like I've just been crushing on you this whole time and just saying really nice things which is fine like I'm not saying that's a bad thing but <laughs> <laughs> but i feel like i've been very you um but what i look forward to most is just spending time with you growing old with you and spending time with you
1: What like this is making me be like i feel like i should start saying stuff about you no
0: you don't have to
1: i feel like like the people who are listening this is like what do you think about this answering the question i like my first thought I was like, I'm looking for the old man strength so I can body slam so I can pick up cars and throw them at children who sass me. And you're like, I'm looking for the growing old with thee while he terrorizes the neighborhood. That's a super villain. I'm
0: a Pisces and you're a Gemini. So it's I'm, not the
1: same formula. No,
0: it's not. I'm going to be like a lot more romantic and that's okay. So I'm going to do one more question. I hope it's a good one. Let's see. I'm trying to do this, like, tarot cards and just feel for the right. This top one feels good. Let's see. Oh. You want to talk about sexual stuff on here? Sure. Okay. What's your... I guess we'll see. Let's see if this goes out to everybody or not. Um, What's your favorite sexual memory with me, and would you like to recreate it?
1: Gonna answer the bottom half first. Yes. <laughs> and the top half of our question is none of your goddamn business.
0: Okay. That'll be uh for us privately later. I'm gonna pick a different question. Um that's a stupid one. Hold on. Ooh, this is a good one. What is something you probably should do, but never will? I
1: answered the last one.
0: Oh, so for me? Okay. Did you want me to answer the other one, the sexual one?
1: I mean, if you want to. You can can answer both.
0: Um, I'll answer this one. What is something you probably should do, but never will? Hmm. I'd really have to think on it. I feel like it's a little bit of a cop-out. But I feel like I will always do what I think I should do. Like, even if it's a huge risk, I feel like if I feel like I really should do it or I need to do it, then I will do it. So, um, I don't, I don't know if I really have an answer for this.
1: Well, it's easy for me being afraid to fail. That's something I know I should do, but I don't see me not being afraid to fail. Like, I, that's something I I think about not constantly, but it's always just around. Like, what if I do this and I fail? What if I don't do this and it causes me to fail? It's a, it's a bit of a, it's kind of like saw. Like, when the guy is, like, uh, when they're in that bathroom and they're handcuffed to the radiator, like, that The failure is the radiator and the inaction is the handcuff, basically. I don't want to perish like that. I want to go like a G, as my grandpa would say. He says that he would like to be buried ass first so the world could kiss his ass as he leaves the world and I'm pretty sure he did not leave ass first because he was buried <laughs> as a soldier and I probably would not let that disrespect the other soldiers unless everybody that was in that particular one like if there's a section for people who were begrudging in life so they were begrudging in death in that cemetery plot so everybody's asses is pointed towards the sky. For the heavens to kiss. That's
0: very I graphic. Don't
1: remember what the question was. What is
0: something you you probably should do but never will? Ah. Uh, and you yes. said you probably won't be um, okay with failing. I guess.
1: That sounds about what I said. That's pretty much what I said. Like that's the Cliff's Notes. Yeah. The Clifford's notes.
0: And then you started talking about ass.
1: As is tradition. (laughs) It's tradition. As is tradition.
0: I want to have a more legit answer, but I feel like, like, I don't know. What do you think for me? Or is what I said accurate?
1: I think what you said is accurate. I feel like you do what you do. Risk be damned. Like, you consider the risk, but you don't. It's kind of momentary. So by the time you tell me you're thinking of something, I already know that's what you decided to do.
0: That's not true.
1: But of course you would say that. But I'm talking but about in not. my experience.
0: <laughs> like, like <laughs> by the
1: time you tell me something, you've already thought about it. It's come to your decision, and it's more no. of a courtesy.
0: Oh, my God, I like, Devon. Like, I, I, I come to you when I'm, like, trying to figure out stuff because I, first of all, I like to talk things out. But also, I'd love to have your input. Like, I need your input.
1: I feel like you're leaning in a direction by that time, though. So, to me, if we're going percentage-wise, I feel like by the time you come to me with something, it's like 85 in favor of doing whatever it is. And then it's up to me to try and cover the 15% if I'm, like... In my experience, again.
0: Okay, uh, but I'm saying in reality, within myself, within my own head, like, I will be genuinely torn. I probably am leaning towards something. I always am, because there's... Well, no, but I'm saying that's true, but, like, that's always the case, because there's things that I might want to do, but it might not make sense to do it for, you know, whatever reason, for logical reasons, Um. And that's why I'm torn. Um, I'm always torn between my head and my heart. But, of course, I always want to go with my heart.
1: But that's why I'm like, back to uh, another question, where I was like, I'd be a lawyer, or I'd be somebody who studied, (laughs) this is why. Because I'm like, I do feel like that. And you're like, no, 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 that's... I'm discounting what you no, said entirely. I'm not saying you're
0: wrong in your feelings. I'm just saying you're wrong in fact.
1: Exactly <laughs> what? I, what I know to be true. What I know to be true. <laughs> not what Michelle knows to be true.
0: But, but you're true. you're talking about like you're talking about when it comes to me. You're like you already made it up your mind. I'm like I absolutely haven't.
1: From my experience, my experience.
0: Right. Like
1: that my my. It's unique to Devon.
0: Okay. A Yemeni. Yes,
1: okay. And, I mean, we got like five minutes left. We can do one more. No,
0: (laughs) that was it. This has been like an hour of like you talking and ranting about everything. So, we're good.
1: I think this will be my last. (laughs) No! No! appearance on this program because apparently I talk too much no. and I am wrong c- concurrently, frequently and yeah. all I do is win, win no matter what.
0: <laughs> do you guys remember at the beginning where he was like I don't really like to talk.
1: But then my wife asks me to do something and then I do it. I show up With the A-game.
0: There you go.
1: Talking because it's something that she wanted to do and something that I wanted to do. Because I very rarely get to talk to my wife about anything that's not (laughs) child-related or about how some jabroni put a hole in the wall and how it's not (laughs) their fault that they did that and my hair's falling out during these conversations while I'm picking stuff out of the toilet because people don't want to flush the toilet but want to drop stuff in it and (laughs) digging hair out the sink and cleaning up beans and boogers. Oh, my God. It's great. It's great. Find people on both sides. (laughs) On both sides. I just wanted that to be out there. Oh, my God. We're friends to to everybody, both good and bad. Everybody's good. There are no bad people. Just less good people, I would feel.
0: (laughs) You're the best.
1: I'm less best. You're the best.
0: Thank you for coming on. You are gonna come on again.
1: I don't think so. Tim. You will anyway. Um, my final <laughs> closing on mishmash ever. No. Has been, uh, I bid you a farewell, adieu, adieu, uh, and goodbye, and good night. Bang. Oh
0: my god, you are so fucking dramatic. Anyway, guys, (laughs) thanks for listening. I love you guys. If you guys have any questions, comments, or suggestions, feel free to email me at themishmosh at gmail.com and check out my Facebook at Mishmash Podcast on Facebook. I already said that. Anyway, bye, guys.